It's Monday, November 28th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you again today, and a happy new year to everybody. I know it's a little weird that I keep talking about yesterday as uh, the Christian New Year, but in many ways it is. You see, our liturgical calendar, the way we set our worship life, um, begins as a new year at the start of Advent. Our The beginning of our year is the birth of Jesus Christ. That's how we start off every single year. And so while there's a, a New Year celebration coming on January 1st, as Christians, we celebrate the new liturgical year at the beginning of Advent. We end the year with a service of Thanksgiving here in the United States, and then uh, we start the year fresh as we move towards the birth of Jesus Christ in the Advent season. So with New Year's kind of um, there in the back of my mind, we're not going to do a New Year's themed uh, study together in January because we're going to be starting our study in Isaiah. I thought what would be helpful is to really take stock of what we're going to be doing over this next year, to think about what, uh, how to enter in with a positive, uh, Christ-centered perspective. How do we enter into this next year differently than in the year we just ended? I'm going to start by talking to us about Psalm 98. Psalm 98, verse 1. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and with the sound of melody. Myth trumpets and the sound of the horn make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar in all that fills it, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord. For he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. I think this is a really appropriate psalm as we think about, you know, this brand new year. That's what Advent is. It's the start of a new year. And I think that one of the things that comes out of this psalm is repeated use of the word joy. It's almost a refrain. There's this joyful expectation that the people bring into worship. We sing to the Lord a new song because the Lord has made known his salvation. He's remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness. And so we are called to make a joyful noise to the Lord, to break forth in joyous song to um, make a joyful noise before the king. So that's just three times in four through six. And then there's an expectation that even the rivers and the hills will sing for joy together. So not only are we singing for joy as we go into this new year, but we are leading all of creation in a joyful celebration of who God is and what he has done for us. This is our privilege. Every year, we get to extol the glories of our God with joy, which means joy is not merely a, a, an emotional response to um, something good that happens to us, but joy is a decision and even a state of being for the Christian. 
We are commanded to make a joyful noise. Well, how can you make a joyful noise if you don't feel joyful? Well, if you define joy based on a feeling, then I think that's a fair question. How do I do this if I don't feel joyful? But what if joy is not a feeling? What if joy is a decision you make every day about how you are going to approach the work day, the school day, time with your family, time with your friends? It doesn't mean that bad things aren't going to happen. It doesn't mean that things won't get out of control sometimes. It will mean that joy becomes the default for the Christian. Joy is not something that we only experience when we feel something good happen to us, but joy is the disposition of the Christian. Because our focus is not first and foremost on what's in front of us. Our focus is on the salvation we've received in Christ. If that dominates our mind, if the whole of our lives is built in gratitude and thanksgiving to the Lord for the marvelous things he has done, for the salvation he has worked and made known, for the righteousness that he displays in Christ, for the love and faithfulness he's shown not only to the nation of Israel, but to all who have put their faith in Jesus Christ. If that is the ground of our life, then our default is joy. This isn't about personality. This isn't about natural disposition. This is about building our lives around the core of God's gospel shown to us in Christ, that we are saved. You wake up every day saved. Could you imagine if that was how you approached every day of the year? To wake up and praise the Lord for the wondrous works of salvation he's done in your life to wake up and take a moment in prayer and thanksgiving, praising God that you are saved from the punishment that your sins deserved, saved from hell, saved from the evil one, rescued and brought into glory, set, set aside to be welcomed into the new heavens and new earth. Advent is traditionally first about the second coming, and you work your way back from the second coming to the first coming. Now, in worship, we're not doing that this year because we just spend a lot of time in Revelation, and then when we're done with Advent, we're going right back to the book of Revelation. But here at Goodwill Talk Daily, what I'm going to do to start off Advent is I'm going to help turn our eyes to that final day, the day where we are finally welcomed into a new heavens and new earth, when the new Jerusalem comes down out of heaven and we dwell with Christ forever, where there's no need for a temple, no need even for a son, because Christ is our light and because he is the temple in our midst. I'm talking about a life where there is no more sorrow or sighing, when death is barely even a memory for us, when the sufferings of this life have already been endured and we've come through to the other side. That's yours in Christ. And so our, our view of the end, our view of Christ's return and his rescue of his people when he brings us all back into glory with him should fill us with joy now. We live out now the joy of what will be ours in the future. So no matter what we are facing day to day, we wake up being able to claim this true identity, I am a saved child of God, and no situation no person, no sin can separate me from God. What can separate me from the love of God? Revelate, Romans 8 says it 
better than I can. I want to read to you Romans 8, verses 38 and 39, because this gets to the the heart of our joy. It is a presence of God with us every moment of every day, nothing able to separate us from his love. No, in these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. How amazing is that? Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing you face this this day, this week, this upcoming new year can separate you from the love of God. And I pray that that truth sits deep in your heart and fills you with a joy unspeakable and full of glory. Let's pray together. God, we thank you. We thank you that your mighty right hand has worked for us a salvation in Christ. And we sing to you in this new year a new song, a song of joy. And we pray that you would help us to wake up every day and have renewed in our spirits a joy that we are saved. We are made new. We will be brought home to glory one day. God, we look forward to that day when you come back for us. As we study this week and talk about these new heavens and new earth and what is waiting for us, I pray that it would spark in us a joy as we wait for your return. Lord, there is pain in the waiting but also profound joy. Help us to lean into that joy this year, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm looking forward to these next couple of weeks studying Advent together. We're going to be in the book of Revelation this week, talking about the second coming, and then we'll pivot next week to the Gospels. But all of that is upcoming. For now, I pray you have a beautiful day, a joy-filled day. And I'll see you again tomorrow right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.